0: hello Hello. welcome to sit for a spell a podcast where we discuss
1: the lore the traditions and modern practices of the occult learn alongside us as we explore the many ways the witches of today observe their craft so grab your book of shadows light your candles it's It's time time to sit for for a spell spell. hello hi hi welcome back welcome to sit for a spell podcast I'm Jess. I'm James. And it's hot. Uh, it is
0: hot today. <laughs> it is Cinco de Mayo today. Oh, yeah, it is. I had tacos for mayo. lunch. Um, well,
1: I guess you can call them tacos. <laughs>
0: <laughs> you made tacos?
1: <laughs> I mean, I got a tortilla and I put food in it and I closed it, not like a burrito.
0: Classic Mexican cuisine. <laughs>
1: It's very coincidental. It was unplanned.
0: Yeah. I, I eat tacos I most
1: of the time.
0: You just like put stuff in tortillas?
1: Yeah. Pretty yeah,
0: much. It's easy.
1: It's so easy and delicious. Tortillas are just like a weakness of mine.
0: Uh, they're the best.
1: They're seriously the, the best. The best.
0: I've been trying and failing to eat low carb because I feel uh, just like sluggish lately. Mm-hmm. For I'm sure a number of reasons, but it's really hard to eat low carb. Like, I literally just had hot Cheetos. <laughs> They're so good though. That's not low carb. That's okay. But
1: whatever. It's, it's fine. okay. I made that Dutch baby yesterday. That was not low carb. Mm. That was so good yeah. though.
0: And then it was my son's birthday last week, um, and he got gift cards to Coldstone. Mm. So I'm going to order Coldstone delivered to my house. <laughs>
1: That sounds like a fantastic idea
0: because it's so hot today oh my god
1: it's so hot today
0: we did one of well just now of course because she was there but we did one of those drive-by birthday parades
1: mm-hmm.
0: it was so it made me cry it was
1: so sweet
0: <laughs> was so when nice we did, there was like 20 we,
1: cars there was when we did like the first drive around I like had tears in my eyes I was like glad I had my sunglasses on
0: <laughs> yeah I, it was just we had the uh, local police department sent a couple of units to like uh, help us, you know.
1: Yeah, so that was I think really it's because I saw you crying, and I was like, "Oh my
0: god!" <laughs> I immediately, yeah, because first of all, we haven't seen each other in like two months. Yeah, not in when, person. when we usually see each other, like all the time, every other week or every week.
1: Yeah,
0: um, and just seeing like I got to see my aunts and uncles and my sister and. All of my friends, and it was just really nice. It was like it gave me some like extra like energy, you know
1: what I mean? Yeah, I do. I do know like what it you mean. Like,
0: helped helped reset my It was a nice a boost. Bit. Yeah, yeah, exactly. It was really fun. And everybody stayed in their cars, you know, like we didn't get close to each other. We didn't, you
1: know. Yeah, those were we no no safe. Was, yeah, everyone had masks on. <laughs>
0: Yeah, it was just really fun, and you know, uh, he, my son, has he's been through a lot the past year, so we wanted to just do something really nice for him. and Yeah, it was so nice, and he's still opening presents. Like literally this morning, he opened more. <laughs> he got so many; it was, it's crazy. Uh, the poor house. Just
1: when I got it clean, at least you won't be everywhere. bored for a while.
0: Yeah, we already did all of his Legos.
1: Oh my gosh.
0: Yeah, but. Yeah, it was really fun. So, it's like great. I was telling my mom, like it's crazy because I live with my mom. I was like, how quickly we adapt to to things. It's
1: crazy. Oh, I know. It's the new normal. It's
0: just like, yeah, we're having this is what we're doing. Like, it's just a party now.
1: Yeah. You just do
0: what you got to do to make things special, and it really was. It was really, really special. That's nice. I enjoyed it. Me too. You can watch some of the video, because uh, <laughs> my mom was videotaping the whole thing. The mm-hmm. video was eight minutes long. Oh. That's how long it took for us to do the parade. Well, because I live on a cul-de-sac, so people kept, like, turning around and turning around.
1: Yeah, it was easy.
0: So that was fun, but that's how many cars we had. It was crazy. It was nice. Yeah. It so was so it fun. Yeah,
1: yeah, go on her Instagram. Like, see it. It's cute.
0: Yeah, it's at quit playing James with my heart if you were interested but yeah it was really fun and I see, we have all the signs and we have so many look at all these balloons you guys can't see but
1: oh my gosh <laughs> <laughs> they take up like a third of your wall that's so there's many like balloons. there's literally like
0: 25 of them it's that's so funny funny yeah that but thank funny. you again to everybody who came out and made that so special. I loved it. <laughs> yeah. But um, today, I guess, so there's no segue into what we're talking about, really, no. um, we're going to be talking about uh, the Mothman.
1: Yeah, back to some cryptid episodes.
0: Yeah, something just a little goofy and fun, and if you're ever interested in these kinds of things, you know, we thought, why not? Yeah. So, um, I had heard, I mean, I think everyone's heard about the Mothman. I think so. But um,
1: He, and my favorite murder, kind of like, did a, like episode, like a crime-based episode on it once, and then uh, there was like oh, a bunch they memes. did. There was like a bunch of memes. That's right. It was like right before Halloween, right? Yeah, but then that animator did the my favorite murder animation.
0: Yeah, oh my God, the Mothman, and
1: that's kind of what like blew that's up about it. it. Yeah, that's what I'm made it take off. really want to be Mothman for Halloween. You should. <laughs> I have like a bat costume. Just wear red sunglasses and be like, I'm the Mothman. All right.
0: So let's jump into it. So the Mothman, yeah. he is, uh, they are a creature that uh, is said to appear, it's all over the uh, the world really, but mainly in the United States. Mm. Um, and in the United States, mainly in the Point Pleasant area of West Virginia. So, um, most people who have seen the Mothman describe it as being between five and seven feet tall, which is like, that's, the that's a big difference. And the, wings <laughs> have been, yeah, the wings have been said to be up to 10 feet wide, which is that's huge. huge. That's huge. Um, yeah, and large reflective red eyes. So a lot How do you of miss people, that? Yeah, a lot of people talk about having glowing red eyes, mm-hmm. but um, and most of the reports that I've read, they talk about the, the eyes being reflective, like when you you know you shine a light at like a cat or.
1: Yeah, dog, yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: Like that, so that makes um,
1: more sense than glowing eyes,
0: right? Because I don't think many people's or many uh, things eyes glow, so. No. Um, a, many have chalked up the creature, have chalked it up to being either misidentification, um, some sort of paranormal phenomena, a hoax, or even a harbinger of death,
1: mm. which seems
0: to be the most popular. Yeah. So in doing some research about this little creature, our big creature, the history doesn't go back very far. And uh, in fact, the first. Like the first widely accepted sighting of the Mothman was in 1966.
1: Oh, so this so no, more not of all. a modern
0: picture. Yeah. yeah, so um, this the first sighting took place on November 12th in 1966. Some reports say it was a, a single individual, some people say it was up to five. But either mm-hmm. way, um, it was a gravedigger or a group of gravediggers were mm-hmm. at a cemetery in Clendenin, West Virginia. Clendenin. Um, I think it's about an hour outside of Point Pleasant. Mm-hmm. And uh, he or they claimed to have heard strange noises and looked up and saw a man-like figure flying low from the trees over their heads. Oh, yeah, so close enough that they could really, really see it, and um, I guess making some sort of noise. A lot of people say
1: Did they think it a, was a I ghost because they were grave diggers,
0: a black ghost, like a reverse yeah. ghost. Reverse. Ghost. <laughs> <laughs> um, they, I don't know what they saw or what they thought, but yeah, it freaked them out. It was like if it's five grown men, and then they still say something about it. That has to yeah to freak you out a lot.
1: It would have um, to. Yeah.
0: So just a few days later, on November 15th, two couples, Roger and Linda Scarberry and Steve and Mary Millette, they were hanging out at the old World War II munitions plant, which is like you know, super fun. Yeah. 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 They, and the locals, refer, yeah, the locals refer to it as the, quote, the TNT area. So um, whatever that means. And they. TNT, like an explosive? Yeah, like TNT. Well, that's. It's a munitions plant, so that's where they made a bunch of. Uh,
1: oh, duh, Jessica.
0: Come on, Jessica. Oh, my God. <laughs> it's okay.
1: I'm um, fine. It's fine. It's
0: fine. Everything's fine. <laughs> uh, so oh they say God. they were like all four hanging out in the car, like, I don't know, probably smoking. Yeah. Probably. And um, they they saw a large gray creature with glowing red eyes. So they said that they they first saw the creature, and when they turned their car to kind of leave the area, that's when they saw the the red eyes. Uh, they okay. they are one of the first ones to say that it had a ten foot wingspan and that it mm-hmm. resembled a large flying man. So it was like fully grown original
1: description
0: yeah like a full-grown man with wings with all but these eyes Mm -hmm. some accounts say that it's like a man figure with like a head and a neck and shoulders some say there's just a head and shoulders no neck kind of like uh you remember that um that, like, big red creature from, like, Looney Tunes. Like, that's a big hairy. Yes. Yes, like, you do. That's what I imagine when people say that. But,
1: like, with yeah. wings. Yeah.
0: But with wings. Okay. Okay. You know.
1: Yeah, um, I do.
0: But other people say it's, like, no, it's, like, a man. Like, fully formed man, but with wings. Some
1: really? people say he okay. has hands.
0: Some people say he doesn't have hands. You know. Yeah. It just depends on who you talk to. So um, the couple take off in their car and they see a creature again when, they, uh, when they're exiting Route 22. So they're like, they escape it, they get on mm-hmm. the highway, they, yeah. get, they get off the highway and they see it again.
1: So it's like following them. It's like
0: following them. This is where they say the creature spread its wings and shot up straight into the air and then started chasing them at speeds up to 100 miles per hour.
1: That's, so they were driving. miles.
0: Yeah, they were like trying to get away from it, though. They were like, we need to get out of here. But it, it kept That's up crazy. with them. Yeah. So that same evening, um, we go about 90 miles away to Salem. Mm-hmm. A man called Newell Patridge. He was watching TV when suddenly the TV went dark. Oh. And later, in a later accounts, he would say, like, like these weird images started blurring across the screen, and that mm-hmm. um, it started making like a buzzing and a high pitched like screeching noise. Ew! And then he said, outside he heard a loud whining sound coming from outside. Um, he said it kind of sounded like a like a jet engine like taking off mm-hmm. kind of. Yeah. And uh, this is when Newell's dog Bandit began to howl in the front porch. And poor Bandit. Yeah, Newell goes outside. This is an NWF dog, by the way. Newell goes outside and sees his dog is, like, fixated on the barn, which is mm, about, like, 150 yards away. Mm -hmm. Newell turns his flashlight over to the direction of the barn and sees two big red circles that he describes as being, like, quote, reflectors on a bicycle tire. Hmm. Bandit shoots off across the yard, in the direction of the glowing eyes and is never seen again.
1: Oh.
0: Yeah. So he said he looked for, you know, weeks and weeks and never
1: Yeah. He never
0: found him at all. He like a body, nothing. So he just
1: I'm gonna say that the Mothman just really wanted a companion.
0: <laughs> He's <just like laughs> flying around with a dog now. Yeah. He's on like strapped like in a baby yarn and like in the front Yeah,
1: exactly. <laughs> Okay, that works. He's strong enough. His wings are big enough to carry them both. Yeah, I mean That's it was kind story. of a big
0: dog. I think it was like a German Shepherd, but
1: it's fine. Yeah, he's strong. Yeah. They're, they're best friends now.
0: Oh cute. Good for them. <laughs> so over the next few days and months, more people come forward about having spotted the Mothman. So we have two volunteer firemen. They what they described as a large bird with red eyes. There's mm-hmm. an account of a Mr. and Mrs. Raymond Wamsley. I guess she doesn't get a name. Mm-hmm. Um, they saw a creature when they were leaving a friend's house. So they' okay. the, So they're walking towards their car, and while they're walking to their car, a figure appears. The, uh, the wife says that it, the figure rose slowly from the ground like it had been laying down behind the car. She said it was large gray and had red glowing eyes called the police but by the time they arrived of course the creature was gone then we have um thomas yuri he mm-hmm. um he says he saw the creature just outside of point pleasant he was riding uh, driving along route 62 when he saw it on the side of the road he said it silently spread its wings shot straight up into the air and followed its car for quite some time before disappearing so this thing likes cars likes chasing cars
1: does like to chase cars yeah. oh maybe that from is. the dog that's what i was gonna say <laughs> he taught him a trick wanted a companion who likes to chase cars too okay so sightings continued um for over a year
0: in the area until the events that kind of like gave mothman it's like international fame Mm-hmm. So on December 15th, 1967, the Silver Bridge collapsed during rush hour traffic. Um, this resulted in the death of 49 people, and two of them were never recovered.
1: Oh,
0: no. So in an investigation into the collapse, um, they found a single faulty eye bar in the suspension chain. So like literally one piece of like, it was like a bolt, like a maybe like a four-inch bolt on this suspension bridge yeah salty and it led to the whole thing collapsing so analysis showed yeah that the bridge was carrying much heavier loads than it had originally been designed for Mm
1: -hmm.
0: and it had been poorly maintained since it had been built in the 1920s so Mm. i mean makes sense because well yeah there weren't that many cars in the 1920s Mm. and so the the collapsed bridge was replaced by the Silver Memorial Bridge, which was completed in 1969. Hmm. Okay, so Mothman sightings definitely died down in the area after the collapse of the Silver Bridge, but they didn't go away completely. And there are claims that there have been sightings as recently as 2017. Oh, wow. There's also claims that the Mothman is seen before disaster strikes all over the world. So there were claims that he was cited before the Chernobyl um, disaster in 1986. Mm -hmm. That was where uh, Reactor 4 of the Chernobyl power plant exploded during routine system tests. Um, People saw him before the collapse of the Twin Towers in 2001, where over 2,000 American lives were lost. Um, Sites before, sightings before the collapse of the I-35 bridge in 2007, 13 people were killed in that and 145 were injured. People in Mexico claimed to have seen him before the swine flu outbreak in Mexico in 2009. Citizens of the Mexican state of Chihuahua began noticing a strange creature described as tall, carrying with two expansive Wings and wide red eyes were spotted just before the outbreak took it, um, broke out. Oh wow! Um, people also said to were said to have seen it before the nuclear disaster in Fukushima in 2001. Sorry, 2011. And there's also been sightings in Chicago from 2011 up until 2017. But there hasn't been like any huge disaster that has you know yeah just yet. Okay, so now we're going to talk about um, John Keel. So, John Keel is an author. He wrote The Mothman Prophecies. Mm -hmm. Um, He went into Point Pleasant and interviewed a ton of people and just kind of wrote down their experiences and his experience in Point Pleasant. So, that happened in 1975. He, he, He was the first one to kind of associate the Mothman sightings with the bridge disaster and there had also been UFO activity in the area just before the bridge collapsed oh. so he believed that Point Pleasant was quote a window which was marked by long periods of strange sightings monster reports and the comings and goings of unusual persons um, he so he kind of thought like Point Pleasant was a like somewhere where like I guess we're like, you could say the veil is thin.
1: Yeah. You know, between another um, dimension or just like, yeah.
0: Well, he, mm-hmm. I haven't read the book, but from what I can tell, he's kind of just like, yeah, this is where weird shit happens. Like it's oh, yeah. a, It's part of the area. Cool. So once his book was out, the town became an icon amongst conspiracy theorists, ufologists and fans of the paranormal. He tells of hundreds of accounts of sightings of the Mothman and but you know they these sightings are only corroborated in his book.
1: Well, okay, so like there's no heartbreak. So right.
0: So he is the only one who has accounts of this book and he's like, "Well, yeah, I wrote about it, so it's true." So, you know. <laughs> Um, uh, other peop- other um, people who have reported about it have only gotten maybe a dozen or so.
1: Yeah. He's
0: the only one claiming that, like, hundreds. And he even says, like, and hundreds more who are afraid to come forward or
1: whatever. Mm-hmm. So take
0: that with, you know, a grain of salt. Yeah. Um, so in 2002, the Mothman Prophecies film was released. Yes. The Mothman Prophecy stars Richard Gere, Richard Gere and Laura Linney. And the Richard Laura Gere. Linney. I know. She's, have you seen Ozark? No.
1: You
0: that's should not watch really it. really
1: my like. She's really good in it. You'll have film. But I didn't get to watch The Mothman. I did just literally watch the trailer. So I remember it. Because I've seen it before. But Yeah. Like, yeah, oh, we'll yeah, we'll yeah, talk I about Linney. it. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, she's
0: so good. So in the movie, he plays John Klein, who was, like, a character loosely based on Mm Keel. And in the movie, his wife, like, witnesses the Mothman before she dies. She dies in, like, a car accident. And then several years later, he finds himself in Point Pleasant with, like, no idea how he got there. He's just, like, he he basically, like, comes to in his car, and he's in Point Pleasant. That would be horrible. So... He finds out that several locals are experiencing premonitions of disasters. So in the movie, he talks to several different local people and they all are like dreaming of different things. He talks to one guy and he's like, I'm just seeing, you know, like, uh, he said some phrase and then later they're in a diner and they're watching TV and there's a, an air, airplane crashed. Mm-hmm. And that phrase comes up while they're talking, like while the news is talking about the airplane crash. Okay. So it's like he talked, that happens several times to different people in the movie. And it's always, they, they hear a phrase and then a disaster happens somewhere else in the world. And it, it associates with that phrase, whatever okay. it happened to me. Yeah. So um, even Laura Linney has her own kind of rush with death in the movie. But the movie never really answers the question of like who or what is the mothman, yeah, instead, it leans more into the paranormal aspects of the creature, you know the the harbinger of doom, actually, this is where that be- that kind of became popular, kind of popularized that image of the Mothman as like a a foretelling of something bad happening, yeah, where before that wasn't really the the case, okay. So the Mothman can still be seen in Point Pleasant in the form of a historical museum. Oh. So they have it, it's open seven days a week, and there is a twelve foot chrome polished statue complete with massive steel wings and ruby red eyes. Cool. There is also a festival commemorating the Mothman's visit that takes place annually every September. Um They might have to put that off this year, but I'm sure the Mothman will uh, understand. (laughs) So, a little bit of the explanations that come about when people talk about the Mothman. Okay. More, so these are more, we're going to start with more like, uh, I guess, the more... People are trying to, like, uh, explain it away with, like, logic, more logical explanations. Mm -hmm. Then we'll move a little bit into, like, the supernatural explanations. So Mason County Sheriff George Johnson says he believed that the sightings were due to an unusually large heron he termed a shite poke. So uh, heron, yeah, herons are big birds birds. and um,
1: huge birds, but they're white. Can I tell you a heron story? sure okay so I was living <laughs> in um, Chino Hills California and <clears throat> it's when I used to run and I don't do that anymore but I was running <laughs> and um, I was running past like a gated field right yeah. and I was just running like your normal like jogging speed I had my headphones in whatever and um, mm-hmm. I just happened to look over and right, like, literally its feathers were, like, touching the fence. So if the oh fence gosh. wasn't there, I might have, like, bumped into it or something. A giant, like, seriously the same height as me. Like, Heron or Heron or whatever. That yeah. Was. And it scared They're me huge. so bad. I, like, tripped. I almost fell. I screamed. <laughs> I thought it was a, <laughs> at first, I thought it was, like, a velociraptor. And I was, like, like oh, my dinosaur. God. Like a dinosaur. That was, like, the first thing in my head. I was like oh my god oh my god. A dinosaur i'm gonna die <laughs> and then like when i like got my bearings it like wasn't even bothered it was just like
0: it was like, just like chilling
1: yeah and i was just like oh my god and i had to stop and like catch my breath for a minute. <laughs> oh my god, that that's so funny so i've good. never
0: i've never <laughs> seen a heron up close but i've seen a falcon up close they're huge and those are
1: big well, so this yeah, guy was has, like his freaking long beak, like two foot long beak. This was a blue yeah. gray heron, so I think they're a little bigger than the white ones. But yeah. I mean, god damn, it was huge. Like seriously, as tall they're as huge. I am, I'm not even exaggerating. Oh yeah, so yeah. I could.
0: Well, yeah, like he here it says so. Another dude, Robert Smith. Mm-hmm. um, Not isn't that like a isn't that isn't that the guy from Let me see. I'm going to Google it. Yeah, The Cure. Robert Smith and The Cure. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) I don't know. I had to look that up. (laughs) Not of The Cure. Um, He's he's a doctor. He's a biologist. Okay. He's a wild... Okay, let me start over. He's a wildlife biologist, Dr. Smith. Um, He says all the descriptions fit a sandhill crane. So it's like a very large American crane with... He could be as tall as a man with a seven-foot wingspan. And they have large red coloring around their eyes. So okay. he says that maybe the bird wandered off its migration route. And, uh, you know, maybe that's what happened. But a lot of people say, um, like, well, no, a bird wouldn't do that. But he's like, well, maybe that's why people couldn't recognize it because they're not usually in that area of the country
1: so yeah maybe perhaps
0: yeah 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 some people even say maybe some a kind of crane maybe like a, a deformed crane because you know people saw it in that tnt area and they were saying well maybe you know some toxic material leaked into the wildlife preserve and yeah you know,
1: i can see that
0: yeah something happened to and maybe it's just like a radioactive crane or something so <laughs> <Do you imagine>? <laughs> yeah <laughs> um but that doesn't explain all the sightings around the world so
1: it doesn't or why yeah. people it just doesn't roost somewhere
0: right yeah people would i think they would be used to it i think they, they would, would see it oh, after yeah, that
1: the right like, that lives in the marsh yeah, down there that's that crane
0: yeah yeah it's always harping doom Prank. So another uh, theory in Point Pleasant especially is that the Mothman was nothing more than the work of a very committed prankster. Oh. So people say you know they somebody pranked them and then it kind of took off when the national press ran the Mothman story and yeah. that's just kind of how it you know it took off even in other parts of the country. Or, okay. you know, once the prankster stopped, other people took up the mantle. Damn. Which, I mean, kind of makes sense. But that's that's a lot yeah. of, that's a commitment. That is a commitment. So, another and legend How does it that, go so fast? Yeah, right? It's a prank. Yeah. I don't think they have drones back then. There's no drones in the 70s? Yeah. No. We should prank someone with a drone. We should. We would know what to do. <laughs>
1: yeah. It's
0: fine. I'm sure jo- drones are notoriously easy to draw to fly, right? Oh, I'm sure. <laughs> we could figure it out.
1: So another, for
0: le- yeah, for real. Another legend that I came across was um, the. It's called the Cornstalk Curse. Okay. Um. So this again only applies to the Point Pleasant area, mm-hmm. but I just thought it was like kind of neat. So, it talks about Chief Keg. Okay, I'm gonna say this wrong. Chief Kegtagua, Kegtagua, and which translates from the sh- from Shawnee to um, uh, English as cornstalk. So okay. Chief Cornstalk. Okay. He was the chief of the Shawnee tribe, and he was friendly. Um, eventually, he was friendly with the white man. Kind of after there was like a big ba- battle that killed 150 of the settlers. And over 250 of uh, Native Americans. Mm-hmm. After that, Cornstalk was like, "Okay, like we can't do this. We need yeah. to make peace." He's like, let me talk to them. He kind of, he kind of even taught some of the settlers his ways of war. They even used some of his tactics in, in their. This was in 19, the early 1770s. Wow. So they. They used some of his uh, tactics against the British when they were fighting um, the independence war. So-called,
1: or maybe the French the American war? Revolution. Yeah.
0: Um. So there were even so, so some of the British soldiers tried to coax some of the native tribes into working for them. So Cornstalk kind of saw like, okay, this isn't going to be good for any of us. So mm-hmm. let me let me go back, let me sort of be like a peace talker here, let me go back and forth, try to negotiate some peace before war broke out between the colonists and local tribes, because the British were like, well, you fight for us, you know, like, you do it, so all that was going to happen were, like all things, the, you know, the people of color were going to end up being the ones dead.
1: Oh, of course. So... He
0: went to the um, the colonists, uh, what is it called? Their fort or whatever? Yeah. He went there along with his son, Red Hawk, and an other Native Americans, and they were all taken hostages as they thought they could use them as collateral to keep those tribes from going over to the British side. Oh, okay. So the the tribes initially stood down. They were like... Cornstalk was said to be like super important and strike fear in the hearts of like every tribe in the area like he was very revered. Yeah. So initially they, they stood down but then they for some reason some of the members of the tribe for reasons that we don't really know either they were trying to get their Their uh, hostages back, or they were trying to get revenge, or they were trying to trying to start the war or something. They ended up killing two of the uh, colonists, and although Cornstalk and his other hostages had nothing to do with it, the soldiers in the garrison were, you know, they were really upset. So Mm -hmm. they decided, against orders, to execute the hostages as revenge. Oh, no. um, so these were these were not the higher ups. These were just soldiers who were yeah. just mad. That happened a lot. Yeah, actually. for sure. I bet um, people so tend to sol-
1: think that they could just do whatever they want instead of listening to authority um,
0: figures. Hmm. The white man never changes. Yeah. Kind of sad.
1: Very. <laughs> oh, people.
0: <laughs> okay, so the, the soldiers came in to where the hostages were being held, and they opened fire, killing them all. Um, corn, it was said that Cornstalk was shot eight times before oh he gosh. fell to the floor. So, as he lay there dying, he is said to have spoken his curse. The stories say he looked up at his assassins and spoke these words. So, quote, I was the border man's friend. Many times I have saved him and his people from harm. I refuse to join your pale face enemies and red coats. I came to your fort as a friend and you murdered me. You have murdered by my side my young son, and for this, may the curse of the great spirit rest upon his land. May it be blighted by nature. May it even be blighted in its hopes. May the strength of its peoples be paralyzed by the stain of our blood. End quote. Uh, I don't know how accurate that is, but that's what I could find. But- yeah you know, he's basically rightfully yeah, taking his revenge. Yeah. yeah. So, and uh, curiously, the town of Point Pleasant was established very near the site of that old fort in, 19- in 1794.
1: Well, that's what I think it is.
0: Yeah, so that could, I mean, maybe that's not the reason for the Mothman, but maybe that's, maybe that didn't create the Mothman, but maybe that attracted the Mothman. You Perhaps, know, that could, yeah that that kind of ties into the uh point pleasant is a window type of theory.
1: definitely mm-hmm. could have cursed yeah. the land made it more susceptible yeah yeah mm-hmm.
0: people are people are kind of torn whether he's uh, the mothman is like a, an alien or a harbinger of doom or even an angel you know a lot of people have said well he's here to warn us you know yeah um, he could be just a big bird some people have <laughs> uh, have associated him with the men in black to say you know um,
1: yeah
0: he's there keeping an well, eye if on he's around
1: the men in- oh like he's part of the men in black
0: like, like he's like a tool of the men in black uh. Um, like, do you did you ever watch that show Fringe? Uh, no. You should. I think you'd like it. But I know there.
1: Uh, Yeah,
0: there are these characters which I should have looked up. I think they're called the Watchers, but they are all like they all they're the Men in Black basically. But they all like dress in suits and they're like all bald and pale faced, and they have them in. They have them. They show up throughout history like whenever something bad is gonna happen. So that's what this kind of reminded me of um, when when that part came up, cause I was like, yeah. oh yeah, that kind of looks, that kind of seems familiar. Oh, they're called the Observers. Sorry. The Observers. Yeah. So um, yeah, so I mean, no one really knows. And like most cryptids, it's either it's he's real or he's not. And yeah. Yeah, so I did want to get your opinion because, personally, I don't really have an opinion on Mothman. Um,
1: I don't know. I think... I want to <laughs> believe um, that there is a Mothman. <laughs> That's just your motto, that about- I know. <laughs> <laughs> I think if there is a Mothman, like, the way that he was described, right? Mm-hmm. And he is like a... Uh, predictor or a uh, warning or something uh-huh,
0: uh-huh.
1: i think it might be like interdimensional um uh-huh. like maybe cut but then it could be like well why aren't we being warned about like other things right so maybe it was right. like i'm gonna go off on like a storytelling here but maybe yeah. it was like the society of moth people and he just couldn't take <laughs> it and he was like i saw this <laughs> and I have to like (laughs) disobey orders and go like no dad
0: I'm gonna warn them
1: yeah (laughs) and then maybe he like learned his lesson and like they've never warned us about this.
0: yeah his dad's (laughs) like see son this is why we don't interfere with the those people or it could be the
1: other way and it wasn't a warning but an interdimensional creature came through and like Caused events to take place, like, like a domino yeah. effect. So right,
0: like a butterfly effect,
1: a mothman effect, mothman effect. So I mean, that's what I want to believe. I don't think it was an alien. Yeah, um, yeah
0: I don't get alien vibes from this. And no. I, if anything, I do agree. The I like the interdimensional type of uh, explanation yeah. for it.
1: I think too many people but, saw the same thing in a time period where there wasn't internet or, like, mass communication. But there were,
0: there were newspapers. Well, newspapers, so, but, like... Yeah.
1: Still. Yeah.
0: I mean, it's hard to say. And it's, you know, some people talked about, like, some of the... Because I tried to read, like, people who believed and people who didn't believe.
1: Mhm.
0: Um, some people were like, well, you know, when you're scared you don't really know what you're looking at and then you see something in the newspaper and you're like, Oh yeah, that's what I saw. You know? yeah. it's so it's, it's hard to know. And I guess unless you're one of those people who absolutely believes, knows for sure that you saw it, you know, nobody else can say.
1: Yeah, exactly.
0: It's hard to, yeah. Mothman is, I, I don't know. I guess I never really thought about it too much.
1: It's really interesting.
0: Yeah, even though I've known about the Mothman, it just wasn't really, like, one of those ones that, like, Bigfoot, like, of course, is, like, the yeah. big one that comes to mind. So I think I just never really had an opinion. But, I mean, yeah, I, I do, I'd like to believe that it's true. Just because I want, it can't just be us.
1: Exactly. It can't be. There has to be <laughs> other things.
0: Yeah, it can't just be us.
1: Well, oh my god, little. speaking of,
0: there's not... Did we talk about those UFOs?
1: We talked about them a little bit. Was there more information in no. your last episode?
0: No. I just keep watching the video. <laughs> <laughs> oh, we did talk about it. Okay, I remember.
1: Yeah, we talked uh. about it.
0: So it's like, yeah, something else is out there, guys.
1: Something what? else is definitely out it's there. It's not, not that worried. hard to believe. No. I you feel like it's harder to believe there is nothing else. Yeah. Right. But, there is definitely more out there.
0: There's gotta be.
1: gotta be. There
0: has to be. But yeah, that's the Mothman. There's not a ton of lore. I was trying to think of like, where did it come from? I was trying to look up where it came from. Mm-hmm. I can't, uh, oh, by the way, most of this was from Wikipedia and uh, cryptozoology.fandom.com. That those, where I got like, my, those are my I sources. Yeah, right? But yeah, there wasn't really a ton. Most of the stuff, there's like tons of articles about is the Mothman real kind of stuff. Yeah. But I couldn't really find anything before 1966. So hmm.
1: here we go. He's a new guy. You that is very interesting. New guy. Yeah.
0: Yeah. There was one thing I read that talks about the Mothman. How he sort of looks like what people describe when they have sleep paralysis. Okay, like shadow people with red eyes. You know. Yeah. So they were trying to like connect that as well um, as some sort of like other dimensional being or like something something we like fear. You know. Yeah. Fear naturally, but who knows?
1: Who knows?
0: Yeah, just a little something. Yeah, that's the Mothman.
1: That is very interesting, and I am going to stick with my story <laughs> <laughs>
0: that he kidnapped a dog to make his best friend.
1: That and, now- and he came through the other dimension
0: now that dog is the king of the other dimension mm-hmm. and they gave him eternal life
1: mm-hmm.
0: little bandit
1: that was his name bandit bandit yes, oh, bandit, bandit is alive and well in another dimension and nothing bad happened to him and all is well he was just trying to help everybody and then he got in trouble so he didn't come back
0: yeah otherwise the bandit would have to go home
1: yeah there you go solved it
0: <laughs> <laughs> solved it no more, no need to look, guys. We solved it.
1: Solved it.
0: Ay, ay, ay. Yeah. That's the most um, research I've done on the Mothman, because. Yeah. Um, I just thought it was interesting that, the so the movie is just so different. It's so.
1: Well, that's how they're always going to do it, you know
0: yeah it's like so supernatural like in the in the movie like the mothman like calls richard Gere on the phone
1: that is weird that That was in the trailer i do remember that that that's weird he does
0: that like that fast talking like whispering like (laughs) yeah
1: i think that's just more creepy yeah Yeah,
0: it's much more like spooky and Mm -hmm. i mean I like the movie. I think it's... I like those, like, slow-burn, like, eerie, like, set-the-tone kind of mm-hmm. For sure. the movies. Um, I mean, but I like all movies. But the movie has not been, like, super well-received. No, I did But the critics... But they never are. So, no. it's fine. <laughs> and it's got Laura Linney and Richard Gere, so it's like, come on. Oh, I know. They were in... We were in something else together. Mm,
1: What's that one movie? That movie? He wasn't in that one. What's
0: that movie with... Oh, shoot. Primal Fear? Remember that? That's what it's called. I, think.
1: I don't think I saw that Primal one.
0: Fear. Yeah, they're in it together. It's got Edward Norton. Um, oh. And uh, John Mahoney. And they – so, like, Richard Gere is – oh, my God, it's been forever since I've seen this movie. Richard Gere is, like, a – he's a public defender. Mm-hmm. And Edward Norton is accused of murdering a priest. Uh-oh. And then he's an altar boy. He um. is accused of murdering a priest. And then when Richard Gere gets given his case – he finds that uh, Edward Norton's character has split personalities. Oh,
1: that sounds so right in like in my alley of something. You I should would watch enjoy. it.
0: You should watch it um, because it's really good. It's so good. I'm gonna watch it.
1: I'm watch I'm like, it. getting
0: excited about it. And it's <laughs> it's from like the mid '90s, so they're so young in it. It's so funny. And Laura Linney. Movies. I think she plays the prosecutor.
1: Okay. Ooh, I'm she would be a good sure. lawyer. Yeah, she's, but
0: she's... Oh, my gosh, she's so good in everything. But, yeah, it's, like, one of those movies because um, I used to watch it all the time as a kid. <laughs> uh-huh. And I should not have been. <laughs> uh-huh.
1: Do you have any witchy moments?
0: I do, actually.
1: Okay, well, I have
0: been for the past, like week or so Mm -hmm. there's a new ghost in my house new a new ghost how did it get there or it's like a it's a kid um I I don't know I don't know why or how or where but I've been seeing like a small figure like a shadow kind of thing shadow person Mm -hmm. kind of thing and then the other day I was making something in the I was cooking and I heard someone go excuse me and I turned around and I thought it was Aiden because he kind of has a small voice. Yeah. Or, or they went, um, excuse me? Like, yeah. somebody trying to get your attention. Yeah. And my, my mom was in the, the living room and I went, I was like, did you hear that? And she was like, no. I said, where, where are the kids? And they're like, they're in their rooms. So it's like, mm, I just heard like a little kid try to get my attention. And she was telling me that she has been like seeing and hearing things too um in the house so yeah it's just for for a long time like when all of this went down like when we all went to quarantine i feel yeah. like my like like basically i went into like survival mode i'm sure everybody did yeah and i feel like i wasn't um open to anything i didn't want to do tarot i didn't want to like light candles i didn't want to yeah. do anything hmm and now like I feel like I'm coming out of that I've been doing tarot like I bought all these new plants to take care of mm-hmm. I've been like meditating I've been stretching I've been doing yoga and I feel like it's just kind of my body reacclimating to whatever is going on or kind of like finding its balance again yeah so I take it and I've been having deja vu a lot lately oh, okay. so i which was like pretty normal for me before yeah. So I've been taking it as like a good sign that like, okay, your body is not on full like freak out flight or fight mode mm-hmm. anymore. So yeah, that's just been something interesting that's been happening the past like week or so.
1: Hmm. What about you? Is a great one? story while I'm in here under my little fort in the dark. <laughs> <laughs> For excuse, sound um, quality purposes, me? I have to be in a <laughs> basically well, I made a five year old I- fort. <laughs>
0: fun what else are you gonna do
1: I wonder if your house anytime soon I freaking reels (laughs) 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 um I'm well I'm wondering two theories one is like your house is maybe like a magnet you know like maybe there's just some kind of like energy there that like draws in different like I think I think we're the magnets that could be it too
0: I think that's what it is. What's, what's
1: yeah. your second theory? Uh, the second one is that maybe, um, for some reason, I want to say he's so maybe for some reason, like he's just always been there. Um, yeah, but he just is. I thought it was a no, yeah. or um, you know, like speaking up now, or maybe just more susceptible, um, more yeah. emotional. Who knows? Definitely. Interesting Yeah.
0: who no, knows? something I've never noticed before. I've always noticed like a, well, that's not true because a long time ago when, um, when my son was small, I used to stand and do dishes and I used to feel like a little kid would come up and walk, like stand next to me. Mm-hmm. Um, and I always thought it was him, but it never was. So, but then it kind of went away yeah. and now it's kind of back again.
1: So maybe he's just been so, kind of like dormant hanging out in the background yeah or not loud enough for you to hear
0: it's never felt bad i was never i've never been scared of it so i mean it's that's good i have felt those feelings before like you have too i'm sure yeah you feel something bad and no i've never felt that in this house at all
1: yeah no so
0: i'm not too worried about
1: it i just thought it was interesting
0: interesting. yeah
1: keep us updated well
0: do you have a witchy moment
1: I just, I like mildly celebrated Beltane May Day, um, cleansed the house, uh, we didn't have a bonfire because we thought about it too late, but like we did have like a trio of candles outside and we had a drink outside, We had some wine, I lit my candles, cleansed my altar, cleansed my house, I did like a spread, just like a three card spread for May, um, and it felt nice, it was good. Just kind of like a quick little hour of settling and kind of like setting intentions for the month.
0: Yeah. That's good. I did, I did cleanse my house um, and I did light a candle kind of like as my bonfire kind of thing, Mm -hmm. but yeah, I didn't really do much more than that, but that's really, how how did your spread come out? Was it good news?
1: It was, it was, it was (laughs) positive um it was kind of like a I don't want to say what it was it was more of like like a no, personal thing but of um yeah 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 it was, it was positive. positive it was informational um they always it kind are. of put me in my place a little bit so <laughs> <laughs>
0: well that's like tarot cards in a nutshell Arthur.
1: yeah so <laughs> it was a good spread good. and I I felt really good cleansing the house I put um I have this like little dish of salt on my, so like mm-hmm. those little glass candle holders, like the tea light candle holders. Mm-hmm. Um, I had full of salt and I had put lavender on top of the salt for just like another purpose, um, just like an, as an altar piece. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I mixed that with some of my sage ash and just kind of like set intentions and put it on some of my window seals. And mm-hmm. um,
0: That's good.
1: That all along the entry points into my house. So the backyard door my bedroom my front yard my front door and then the main backyard door I put it along the thresholds um oh, while that's I good. was cleansing just to kind of you know
0: yeah protect your whole layer yeah that's nice I've been cleansing with incense nice yeah which I haven't nice. really done
1: before
0: um I um, have sage and I have palo santo but I've been like really feeling incense lately so I've been yeah yeah
1: i can't remember what the candle company is called uh but my husband surprised me with these two i'm gonna post them to my personal instagram today in my stories but um he ordered me these candles from a from salem massachusetts um and one is called the witch house and it has a picture of the witch house that black house oh yeah it wasn't ever a witch's house it was the judge's house Um, and then there was the the pilgrim village is the other one and one is um sage and eucalyptus i think and the other one is rose and smoke oh my god they smell so good i'm so i have a
0: sage candle um and i love the way it smells
1: i'm gonna smoke
0: that sounds really good
1: oh it's so good (laughs) you would think like what but it's supposed to smell like the inside of like a home like one of the old
0: Oh, I like that. I need to get yeah, more candles. So. Actually I ordered some candles and I'm just waiting for them to come in because I've been like getting yeah, I've been getting back into incense and candles, whereas before I wasn't really using them too much.
1: Yeah, we lay incense all the time. But yeah, yeah. so I just had a good May Day. And good. That's uh, Yeah. That's
0: my son's birthday, so Yes it is. Just ate bad food all day and we watched Godzilla movies and had a cake and ice cream and
1: mm. you know
0: it's just it was just nice to just I mean yeah. we've been home for weeks and weeks and weeks but it was nice to just kind of forget about I you know I tried we you know I tried to stay on my phone and we played games
1: and, mm-hmm.
0: you know I tried to just really be present with them
1: yeah um, that's nice and then
0: he was like so that was friday and he was like kind of bummed he didn't have a party mm-hmm. and then saturdays when we had the braid and it was like so hard not to tell him cause he was like <laughs> on the verge of tears that he couldn't that he was like i really wanted to party i want to see my friends and like all this stuff and i was like i know i can't i know oh like my one gosh more day, you, you one have one the
1: strongest willpower
0: <laughs> i was so close
1: i would have been like, like okay, oh, it's
0: okay it's okay <laughs> I was like, just go to sleep because it was like right when he was about to go to sleep. So I was like, you have a good day? You know, like I always like check in with him at the end of the day. Like how yeah. was, you know, good day, whatever. He was like, Yeah, I did. And then he like started sniffling and I was like, What's the matter? And then Aww. he started telling me, <laughs> I was like, No <laughs> And then the next day he was like, I really had a good day and I was like, Okay, good.
1: <laughs> good. Poor bud.
0: Yeah, I know.
1: My but baby. It's good. He's, that was he's that twelve. Was really nice. Uh, It's not a baby anymore. I know. He's almost an adult man. He's a preteen. Preteen. He's as tall as an adult man. I know, he's so tall. He's been standing up a lot because he, uh,
0: for anyone listening, he had surgery on his legs, so he just got the all-clear to start, like, trying to walk again. He's been standing up, and he is so tall.
1: (laughs) So tall.
0: I'm 5'10", and he's, like, almost my height.
1: I thought 12. I was going to see him standing on Saturday and I was like, I was thinking about it. I was like, oh my God. Cause we had talked about it before and I was like, oh my uh-huh. gosh, I wonder how tall he is now. Uh, he's Cause he's tall. been in the, in the wheelchair for what, like six months now?
0: Six months.
1: Yeah. yeah so I haven't seen him stand and I was like, oh my God, he's going to be so tall. And I just realized he was sitting the whole time. So yeah, I still haven't seen his full new height. He's very tall. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Hi.
0: Yeah crazy 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 but yeah so um thanks for listening guys yeah thanks so <laughs> we, much we rambled off yet again that's okay <laughs> it's fine we're catching up you either know we only get to talk to off. each other
1: yeah <laughs> you either so know we, we only turn talk off, like three times like, like, times a week yeah that's true <laughs> that is very true well um <laughs> next no yeah week What do we have on the pipeline so next week we're doing just one part and don't like yell at me if i don't fill everything in (laughs) but um i believe (laughs) i believe when this episode not this particular episode we're going to do an episode on the witch trials um the say the witch trials and i believe i picked that week because it's an anniversary of something either the anniversary that it began or the anniversary that it ended um. yeah
0: I think it's yeah it's something it's one of those yeah and, um, then... and, and we can so far it's only planned for one part yeah um, but if for whatever reason it needs to be two it can be two but um, there's, there's a lot to go into so yeah
1: there is a lot to go into
0: yeah well, and yeah again tell us what else you'd want us to talk about um, yeah. let us know do you like the history type episodes? Do you want more how-to episodes? Do you like these scripted episodes? Whatever. Um, Let us know if you have anything you want us to talk about.
1: Um, As always, uh, rate, review, and subscribe. I saw some new reviews um, on Apple Podcasts, and thank you just so much to those people who did those. Um, Please, any of your uh, streaming platforms, iHeartRadio, Spotify, Apple... Uh, leave a review um, it really helps please it really helps tell a friend Um, tell anybody
0: about it we've got some time to kill these days you know and yeah and
1: I know we've all kind of like taken a dip in our podcast listening so thank you for our active listeners we really appreciate you
0: yeah we really do we I I really look forward to these uh recordings every week and like Mm -hmm. something to look forward to and something to do you know researching and things like that so, yep. thank you for listening. It helps us stay sane.
1: <laughs> it really does help us stay sane.
0: Yeah. Um, but, yeah, thanks for joining us. And we will see you
1: guys next time. Yeah. Bye. Okay. Bye. Thank you for listening to this episode of Sit for a Spell. Please rate, review, and
0: subscribe wherever you get your podcasts. And follow us on all social media at Sit
1: for a Spell Pod. If you have anything you would like us to discuss or want to share your own practices, please email us at sitforaspellpod at gmail.com. Until next time, Blessed
0: blessed be.